What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me on another exciting episode of Data. My name is Brian, and I look forward to sharing with you another amazing guest today. But first, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please make sure you get out there and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Now sit back and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Data Up, everyone. If you haven't subscribed yet, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of my awesome guests like the one I have joining me today. Cody Jefferson is a father, he's an entrepreneur, he's a public speaker, a life and business coach, and he's the founder of Embrace the Lion. He is the creator of the Lion Elite, the number one group performance program of kingdom-minded men looking, for, looking to live their legacy in life and business. Cody coaches and advises CEOs, business owners, and entrepreneurs on scaling their business, growing their in, and impacting and influencing how they establish a robust professional personal life balance and he feels that it will significantly boost the bottom line. He's on an advisory board for two private equity firms, a contributing writer for Forbes. He travels the country as a top 20 keynote speaker on the subjects of personal empowerment, spiritual fulfillment, overcoming adversity, and building a business with no exit with exit in mind. Uh, my guest today is Cody Jefferson. Cody, thank you for joining me. Welcome to the show, brother. Oh, brother, it's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. I appreciate it. I know I, get, I did a real quick uh, bio on you, but uh, for, for EMI listeners that may not know who you are, uh, give me a little backstory on Cody, who you are as a person, who you are, uh, through the, who you've been through your life, and also, uh, obviously, this is a dad podcast, so a little bit about your son. Yeah, let's go. So, uh, Cody Jefferson, uh, I am from the beautiful state of Oklahoma. It is where I still currently reside. You can hear it in my voice occasionally. It'll come out. I was in occupational ministry for 13 years before making the shift into the uh, enterprise space or into the coaching space about four and a half years ago. Uh, since then, it's just been a roller coaster, uh, really, really amazing opportunity over the past four and a half years. We've uh, we've been able to generate with clients uh, just over a quarter billion dollars in in, uh, in sales, and we've given away over 32 million of that. We've uh, we've seen some really, really extraordinary things happen over the past four and a half years. And I feel like we're just getting started. And so, yeah, I am a, I'm a coach, I'm a mentor, I'm a speaker. Uh, most importantly, I'm a dad, six-year-old son. His name is Stetson Foster. And uh, he is my favorite human being on the planet. He is, he is loving. He is kind. He is empathetic. He is an athlete. He is rambunctious. He is 100% boy. He will hug you. And then headbutt you. It's just a. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Six years old. I love the name Stetson. Um, that's that's very cool. And uh, I I can just I can hear it just in the name. He, he has an appropriate name. He just has that. Uh, you can tell he's just an active kid. Uh, and I see your post that you put out there on social media. So uh, it's super great. Let me ask you this. Kind of um, you know as far as your business side goes. How how have you been dealing through you know getting through the whole pandemic and how's Hope, Oklahoma doing as far as that end of it goes? Yeah, I mean we didn't really we didn't really suffer a whole like we we we've been open the whole time. Um, you know masks are optional. We don't we're just not we don't live in a in a fear mindset, and so we've been great. Um, nothing has really changed. Uh, in my life as a result of it, right? The only thing that's changed recently is the country's opened back up. And so that means that speaking, you know, they've been in six states in the past eight weeks, right? So speaking has ramped up. And so I find myself on a plane every week now, um, whereas last year it was a lot of virtual summits and, and online conferences. So all that to say, here in Oklahoma, it's been pretty chill. I'm in California. Uh, oh, I'm in California. So, yeah, yeah. we're uh, experiencing. <laughs> gosh. 
I just don't understand it. How's your son been doing through this pandemic? He's, uh, you know, he's active. He wants to be out doing stuff. Uh, I'm sure he's got other, you know, little, little brands that he'd love to hang out with and play with. I mean, how has he been dealing through this pandemic? Well, as I, you know, for us, again, like schools aren't shut down. So he's at school every single day. He's with his friends. He's got baseball practice or basketball practice every, like last night he had it. He'll have a game this weekend, uh, games on Monday. Uh, wow. Yeah, he had a birthday party last night that he went to. Like, again, our, our frame is different because we didn't shut down. So, wow. he's, like, he's no, it's normal. Like, there's been no, there's been no shift for us. So, he has hmm. stayed in school. Uh, all of his friends are still in school. And so, again, I, it's always so interesting when people ask these kinds of questions because our experience is so different than what you on the coast have experienced. We don't do shutdowns. We don't do masks. And you can wear one if you want to. Nobody's going to, like, shame you for it, but that's just not what we do. Uh, all of our restaurants are open. All of our sporting events are open. Like, nothing is shut down. Nothing. Nothing has shut down. Our, our governor was very, very clear to keep everything open and to keep our economy going and that we were just not going to live in fear of an idea uh, and we weren't going to live in fear of something that has, like, a you know, 99.8% survival rate. It's not going to – we're not going to do that, so – well, that's good. I'm I'm glad that that nothing really changed for you no. guys. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. That's, and my son doesn't know any different. Very no. cool. Now, you do a lot of traveling, or you're starting to get back into you know yeah. traveling a lot. How are you balancing that with you know with your son? I mean, how has he adjusted to that? Because yeah, I mean, even though you guys have kind of been operating normally in Oklahoma, you still haven't sure. been able to do your speaking engagements and travel. So he's he's been used to having you home, and now all of a sudden you're gone. So how have you adjusted to that? Yeah. Well, so I, I have, so I split custody with his mom. So his mom and I have been divorced for about five years. So her and his bonus dad, uh, her husband, like we all, we all share time. So, I mean, tonight I'll be going over for game night and dinner. So we do a lot of life together. Oh, that's good. Yeah. If I'm in town, I'm usually over there. We're usually all doing something. We travel together. We vacation together. It's weird for a lot of people. It just works for us. We just, we learned that we weren't awesome married but we're really great as friends and so um all that to say I, you know i only travel on my off weeks so i only travel on the weeks that i don't have him if you watch my stories at all you know that i'm very front facing that no matter what i'm doing uh, i always have him on wednesdays that i i will stop anything i'm doing like i was just at an event for our private equity firm and the event went through wednesday night but i left at 6 a.m on wednesday morning like leaving our event at three in the morning to make the two and a half hour drive to the airport to be able to get on a plane so that I can be back by two so that I can pick him up by four. Like I will not miss time with him for anything. So that's just a priority. So anytime anybody wants me to come and do anything, it's either going to be on, a, it has to be on a weekend that is not my time with him or I travel with him and he comes with me or he travels with me and he comes with me and he gets to see that in action. That's very cool. That's awesome. I'm I'm glad that you uh, that you mentioned that you guys are co-parenting well. You guys are obviously, like you said, uh, better friends than you were husband yeah. and wife. That's just really cool that you guys interact together. You guys hang out together. You guys travel together. Because even though you guys aren't, you know, physically together in, in a relationship, the fact that you guys are still showing that that you know Stetson, what how important it is to to maintain having a mom and dad around and with him all the time is, is just awesome. I commend you for that, brother. Thanks, Brian. Well, you know, 
when we, we talked about like, you know, like the single greatest lesson I learned from my parents and, and how that impacted me as a dad. I'm 37. And I can tell you that I, there's never been a time in my life that I can remember because my parents divorced when I was very, very young. I've never, I've never had dinner with them together. Mm-hmm. I've never had a conversation with them together. I've never actually even seen them in the same room together. And the, the greatest lesson I learned from them was that I didn't want that for my son. And so however that needs to look, whatever pride needs to be laid down, whatever healing needs to happen, my son is going to know his mom and his dad in a healthy co-parenting dynamic. And we're going to laugh together and we're going to do life together. And we're, we're going to, we're going to create experiences where one doesn't have to miss out. We can all be together for, for, for his experiences, for his life. And we can show him what health looks like and we can show him what love looks like and what grace looks like and what forgiveness looks like and what reconciliation looks like. No, that's, that's awesome. That's powerful. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, you know, kind of, you learned from, you know, the mistakes that your parents made to uh, make sure that those same mistakes didn't, didn't carry forward when you had kids. And yeah. it, it was the same for me. You know, my, my parents, they're still married together, uh, all that, but my parents weren't really involved in, they did some things with me, but, you know, as a, as a child, I grew up, I, I can count on one hand how many, I played a lot of sports, I can count on one hand how many sporting events or games that they actually came to. And I just knew that when I had kids, I have two boys and they're both older as you know, they're both older, they're 22 and 19. I didn't want that experience for my boys, so I was super involved in everything that they did. And even to this day, you know, one of them's grown and out of college now, the other one's in college. But I'm so involved in everything that they're doing uh, because I didn't have that experience with my parents. And I want to show them that that's not the way you parent. This is, this is how you be a dad. This is how you be a parent. You know, they'll carry that with them. You know, my two boys, when they eventually have kids, they'll, they'll, they'll carry on that, that legacy of being an, an all-in dad. They've already told me that. They said they're going to help coach out. They're going to help be a coach on their teams, and they're going to be very involved. I mean, I already know it. So, yeah. so that's cool that you learn those lessons from your parents. When it's, and it's not even, you know, Brian, it's not even like a shame thing. It's not a my right. parents is wrong because a lot of times our parents, even if, you know, if my parents hear the way that I speak, it's easy to internalize, oh, we did something wrong. We messed up in this. No, it's, it's not a conversation of messing up or doing something wrong. There are things that I take from my parents that, that I want to emulate. And then there are things that I take from them that I want to do differently. There are things that Stetson's going to love about how I live and move and have my being that he's going to want to emulate. And then there are probably going to be things that he's going to be like, yeah, I don't like it. My dad did this. I'm going to do that different. And that's all part of it. That's great. No, you're right. I mean, my parents, you know, they did the best that they could with what they knew. And and, and so very cool. Now, um, you know, you're, you're an all in dad, uh, but I'm sure that I'm sure that uh, you have a particular parenting style, you, especially now being a co-parent, how, what, how would you describe your parenting style? For me, I would say being a dad is obviously showing my son what's possible. Um, doing the hard work of transforming my own stories, transforming my own trauma, transforming all of the things that I've experienced so that I don't transmit it to him. That's the thing about pain is if we don't transform it, we transmit it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I would say the type of dad that I am, present, I'm, I'm a listener. Uh, I recognize that everything that I'm doing in my son's life is informing his personality. It's informing how he receives love, how he gives love, how he creates his own internal confidence, how he how he creates his own sense of ethics and confrontation to the world. 
And so for me, my parenting style was one of just extreme awareness to one, honor my son for who he is, not who I think he should be. And to recognize that while it's very easy to mold a child, it's, it's another thing to empower them through your own life and through allowing them to see how you live rather than telling them how they should live. I absolutely agree with you. I love that you said that awareness of who he is is so important because you're right. A lot of parents do try to mold their kids into who they want them to be. Um, in particular in sports, you know, we see a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been a coach for a long time, 18 years I've been a coach, and I see it uh, in parents that, you know, push their kids in these different, uh, uh, whether it's basketball or baseball or football, they push their kids so much to a point because they're living through their kids' eyes. They want, they want, to, they want their kid to, to get to that, you know, that elite level, the professional level, um, because they're trying to live through their kids' eyes and, it, and oh, you're, you're, just, you're just doing more harm than good. I mean, I see a lot of kids that, that turn away from sports after like 10, 11, 12 years old because they're burnt out. They no longer want it. So being aware of who your son is and not, and obviously there's some molding that we have to do to help them kind of mature and grow and understand uh, how life, you know, can get tough and hit us in the face. And then, and then we got to learn to adapt. We have to mold our kids and help, help them mature and grow and understand that. But at the same time, we want, we want to give our children the benefit of, of developing into human beings the the way that they want to. And so you just being aware of who he is and knowing and understanding that he's seeing everything that you're doing and right. you're being, you're present, you're listening, you, you're giving love, you're showing love um, and how he receives those things is so awesome. So I'm glad you shared that brother. And yeah, he gets to see me front facing with people, right? He gets to see me, he gets to see me speaking, he gets to see me leading conversations. He gets to see me walking with people. He gets right. to see how I interact with people at our church he, Rather than again, more more is, I think more is caught than taught the kids. Yes. And the more that I can just have him around me in my life and not compartmentalize. Oh, here's when I'm a dad, and here's when I'm professional. No, it's all encompassing and showing him that hey, like whatever you want in this life, you can have it all. Again, for me, growing up, I grew up with parents who were very stressed all the time, all the everything. I was just stressful all the time, and. I don't really stress about anything. Um, that's just not how I, it's one of the things I don't want to be. Like, I don't feel like that's useful, right? Pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. Suffering just serves to confirm a series of stories that what we believe to be true about ourselves and what we believe we deserve. And so if he can see and experience a man who is emotionally healthy, physically healthy, spiritually healthy, relationally healthy, then it should stand to reason that that would be what he would emulate. And I'm really grateful because his, his bonus dad, um, my, his, his mom's husband is, is a man of high integrity. Uh, is one of my favorite people in the world. You know, again, we, we hang out together all the time and, uh, you, you can spend a, as a dad, you can spend your whole life trying to fight against someone who you feel like took your place or anything else. For me, it's like, let's link arms and let's raise a young man together and let's show him what man of integrity, you know, how we live and move and have our being. Gosh, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. I knew there was a reason why I needed you on my show. That's so awesome that you shared that. I'm, I'm, gosh, I, I'm speechless. I really am because it's the stuff that you just shared there. Just about 
I love the fact that you get along with, with, you know, his bonus dad, uh, the fact that you guys hang out. I, I, I've actually interviewed a couple other dads that kind of have that same experience. And then I've interviewed people that don't have a good experience. So the fact that you guys are doing it, Stetson is, he's got a, he's got a bonus dad, like you said, but, uh, he is going to, uh, to turn out to be just a, just a fine, remarkable young man. So you guys are doing awesome. So kudos to you, your ex-wife, and his bonus dad. You guys are doing awesome. Let me ask you this. Challenging times, obviously, as a, as a dad, as a parent, even, you know, I have a lot of moms listening to the show as parents. We, we do face challenges as parents. What, what kind of challenges are you currently facing as a dad, and how are you dealing with those challenges? Yeah, you know, the, the, the biggest challenge that, that I'm looking to right now really is just the unknown of the future. You know, I, I look at things at a bit of a higher level. Like right now, we don't like, like he's great. He's great. We're great. You know, we, we live, we live well and we're very, very blessed. But I look at the future and I look at, you know, some of the things that are happening at a high level, things that we can't control. And, you know, without getting too deep into, you know, theories or anything else, there's just, there's some very peculiar, odd things happening that will directly influence the future of my son in ways that I can't control. So for me, you know, the, the greatest complexities I'm looking at solving right now is how can I ensure that one, I'm living into legacy right now so that I'm fully present for my son and fully present for the experience of being a dad, but also how am I, how am I setting up legacy so that regardless of what happens in the future, my son is set, he's okay. He does not have to worry about the state of the economy or the state of currency that he will be set and that he will be fine. And so those are the questions that I'm answering right now and what I'm wrestling with. And so it's probably a different set of questions uh, than most. I'm at a point where with the businesses and the equities that I I manage, I've, I've solved the money problem for myself. That's not an issue. But now how do we look to creating real generational wealth and uh, creating a plan for him, and he's got two sisters. Like they've uh, they've got two kids and another one on the way, so he's going to have three little sisters. And so also, you know, talking with with their dad, uh, his bonus dad, on you know what does this look like for their future as well? How do we, you know, how do we set up to make sure, you know, because their their kids are, uh, I'm I'm like I'm as I'm as in love with them as as I am my own son. They just they're, cool. they're precious. So how do we how do we set up equities and trusts and safety nets for them that's the that's what i'm looking to solve right now you're kind of uh you know i guess i guess we could describe it as kind of behind the scenes all right you got you got the you got the on stage stuff going on just fine as far as being the you know all in dad co-parenting like a champ being present being the listener providing love giving love whatever the, all those areas that are on stage with with your son yeah. is, is how you're interacting but you're you're handling the challenges that are behind the scenes or behind the stage uh, the ones that you're trying to set up uh, so that way the next scene meaning his financial future and what happens with him as an adult uh, is taken care of so that's awesome that you uh, that you share that you know I mean, a lot of parents do struggle with that. We, right. I, you know, I'm sure you've seen it. Um, a lot of parents struggle with uh, trying to set their kids up or trying to teach their kids about not only money, but it, I mean, a lot of parents don't even know, understand money themselves. So they struggle in those areas. So the fact that you're, you're taking care of that now for your son is awesome. And obviously you want your legacy to carry on for sure. That's it. Awesome. Very cool. Um, now let me ask you one last question. If, 
if I were to ask your son, I know he's six, but he might he might seem like he's a pretty smart young man. He, he yeah. might be able to answer this now. If I were to ask your son, tell me something about your dad. What do you think or what would you hope he would say about you? Mm. That he's better than what he seems online. As great as you think he is, you don't even see half of it. That I'm safe and that I always make time. Better online, uh, better than what he seems online, meaning, uh, you know, your social media stuff. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just, it's just half of it. Yeah. That's it. All right. Yeah. Awesome. You'll awesome. make a passion of my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's cool. And I'm sure he would say those things. The fact that you guys are, uh, like I said, you guys are co-parenting like champs. Um, the fact that you're all in dad, I, I mean, I see, I'm only seeing what I'm seeing online. I haven't mentioned person one of these days, we are going to make it happen and I can't wait for that day. But, okay. uh, uh, the fact that you're doing what you're doing, uh, I commend you brother. You certainly represent the dad up community very well. And I'm certainly honored and just so thankful that you were able to take this time with me today. So I just wanted to say thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate our friendship. I'm looking forward to continuing this friendship. Before we end the call, though, I wanted to give you an opportunity because I know if my listeners listening to this, they ever want to reach out to you or learn a little bit more about you. What's the best place for them to do that? Uh, how can they, how can they go about that? Sure. I mean, I, I have a my website is my name CodyJefferson.com, but I'm on every social platform. The one I'm most active on is probably Instagram. So you can shoot me a direct message and uh, would love to connect with you. Uh, I believe that everybody has a powerful story and I've been listening to stories for about 20 years now and uh, helping people tell better stories. So yeah. Awesome. Too. awesome. Well, listen, Cody, I, I, I love you, brother. I appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your day. I know you're, you're busy, but uh, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to uh, come on my show and share a little bit about your dad experiences. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about it and also uh, continuing this friendship. Message. Yes, sir. You as well. And I appreciate it. That I'm honored, honored to be here. Well, there you have it. Another exciting episode complete. My guest today certainly represents the data community very well. Continue to stay tuned because my shows with amazing guests comes out every week. You don't want to miss out. Please help the show by subscribing and leaving a rating. I would love your feedback. If you know anyone this show could help, please share it with them. I don't want anyone missing out on what it takes to be a great parent. If you have comments or questions, please let me know. You can message me on my Instagram page at data podcast. I read all your comments and respond to them all. Thank you as always for listening to the show. This is Dad Up.